This is the Gomaluku podcast. <laughs> no, it was passed on to me. Vamos oh, a la okay. fiesta. <laughs> Frank's elder's wisdom. Hola, buenas noches. Hoy en Gomaluku podcast tenemos acá a Tomohiro Harada como nuestro presentador. Adelante, Tomohiro. Muchas gracias, Ini. Um, good evening, everybody. Um, thanks for the introduction, Ini, in Spanish. Um, so we are. We just finished the uh, workshop on enhanced participation of indigenous peoples represented institutions. Uh, it's been a very long week, well, just four days. It's been a very long four days, um, and I know we have a lot to unpack. Um, but we also have a reception happening uh, just outside, so 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 we we will not keep keep uh, keep people uh, here for long. Um, you know, I, I've been thinking, you know, what, what, what question to ask today, but I want to kind of keep it open um, and not frame anything. So just start with you, um, Ini. Just thoughts after, after four days of hard uh, discussion on indigenous peoples, representative institutions, enhanced participation at the Human Rights Council. Uh, well, bueno. No hemos hablado todo el tiempo en español, pero quiero decir algo en español a todos los que... Porque he visto que mucha gente están siguiendo también a Gómolaco en español. Que esto ha sido cuatro días, pero cuatro días muy importantes, históricos, en los que hemos sido parte de todos los que estamos aquí. Yeah, I was just telling that uh, uh, how we have been talking about days, four days, uh, long four days that we have been here, but it has been one of the most important week that we have related to indigenous people and enhanced participation and the, the status that we are looking for as an indigenous people. And as I said, uh, when I spoke that we started looking for these being like as a Kuna uh, nation, like that could come ourselves straight here since 1850s, we got our uh, legalized land, first of all, in 1870, until mm, the Kunis Revolution, and mm -hmm. it has been all revolution. Now we are here. So what I could say is uh, I'm really happy to be part of this. this uh, maybe we cannot see how big it has been, uh, and in the future, then we can realize what we have done here. Yeah. I, I would add that when you're in the middle of something, it's you can label it historic, but you don't necessarily think of it that way. It's only when you look back on it that you realize how historic it was. Descase, mm -hmm. uh, Descase coming here, uh, you know, he might have thought of his rejection to speak as not being very historic. And yet, look, look at the importance that's taken over history. And the same thing when in 77, when they walked in for the meeting. Uh, you know, that picture has, is all over the world today. That picture led to so much, that, that effort that they did. And so you never know what's going to happen here. Like when, when we were in Alta and, and working on things, each of these steps are, have, have great historic import. But usually, as they, as you look back on them and build, and you know, right at the moment, I was glad that people started talking about this as a historic moment, because 
this will be looked at as a very, a very historic meeting. And I felt really good about the, uh, the participation here of the states and the participation of indigenous peoples uh, from all over. I think that we had, uh, you know, we, we had a good mix of people from, from, from all over. And I felt good about where we're at, but we won't really understand how this fits into history until we can look back on it. That's when we're going to really get the perspective on it. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. Like, I just, yeah, in early, early reflections, I think about what a privilege it is to sit in a room amongst people that have been fighting for Indigenous rights for our people, for our livelihoods, for our territories and languages for so long to get us to where we've got to. And, you know, the other day when I was like, we're doing now what we want, I think we have to be grateful for that, even in the moments of high stress and high tension. Like, it's pretty cool mm -hmm. to see how it worked kind of fine together. And, and more than that, it's like, this is what it actually looks like if we come together in a relational basis and work things out, which then just goes to show that the solutions are often right in front of us, easy to see, easy to implement. It's just time that we actually listened to Indigenous peoples and, and lived by the way that we've been living since forever. Mm. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm lost for words. Um, yeah, it's also a privilege for me to be here, um, being able to, to do what I can to, to support the work of Indigenous peoples. Just being here uh, it's all, it has been a privilege for me as well. Um, Talking about um, the, the kind of recommendations and uh, comments we heard today, uh, which I'm sure will be recorded uh, in the report, um, do you see, compared to the first day, do you see more consensus being built around what can be expected from this process or what Indigenous people want? Um, from uh, indigenous people's want, um, um, from what could be this historical process. You ought to go first, so yeah, we sometime. have to respond. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I think like in, in looking at today, I think, you know, we really see that it's not now arguing um, how enhanced participation of indigenous peoples is going to happen, but when. And, you know, we kind of saw here today that we do have a group of like-minded states that are willing to support. So it's now getting them to actualize, actualize that and yeah, do what they say they're going to do and come and clutch and actually support us. <coughs> yeah, and I think, you know, again, it's, it's how can we simplify it in a way that respects all parties without having to add all these, like, stressful layers of bureaucracy which is where like when the tumbleweeds come in that's when the tension comes in it's like how can we keep it as simple as possible for all parties so that our rights and um, wants and desires are actually listened to at a base level yeah I, don't know, I, I look at it as uh, 
compared to you know the first day, everybody was sort of in their own corner. Even though we spent prep time getting ready, they were still still everybody was still in their own corner. And this is this is our own folks, and for the large part, I believe it was the states as well. And so, uh, as the meeting progressed, we got we found some common language. We found some common ways to speak about it. If even if we didn't get agreement as necessarily, I think we we helped build build a language that we can use in the in this process that we, that will be helpful. So I feel uh, you know I I feel that there's some uh, that that's what I feel that, that's different. I think we're leaving here with uh, quite a strong feeling of, um, of, of unity on, on how we're going to talk about this, even if we don't have unity on the specifics. The going about how, right, that, so I was, at the, when we were talking during, today during the meetings, I was just uh, chatting with some of my people from my region, so I think like, just asking, you know, I think is. We need to come together. We need to work together, and we have seen what is going on and how even same region have a different position. It, it's fine, but uh, and there is a lot of job to do also in the in the regional side. So I think uh, then there is a opportunity to do like, better things. So I would just add, add that. Yeah. No. I in my observation, it was really great to see um, see statements being made from different people where, where they're talking to each other. Um, mm -hmm. So it was a lot about, oh, we agree with Kenneth, we agree with uh, Sarah or Canada. Um, and and at the end of the day, we, we start to really see more, I don't know, more um, uh, people making associations of different statements being mm -hmm. made, um, which, is, which is really nice to see uh, because you know that that's when you know that people are listening, uh, mm -hmm. while at the same time um, uh, taking into their views and comparing with, uh, with, with others. And then, and then we see this relationship building happening um, at the same time. Um, okay, I'll, I'll just have a couple of more rounds of questions and then we'll, we'll wrap up. Um, <clears throat> so going home tomorrow, um, I think, any, I don't know any of you are staying for the business and human rights, but you're going home tomorrow. Oh, yeah, right? I'm going home tomorrow. So, so, so going back home, and obviously you'll report back to your respective uh, peoples, nations, assemblies. Um, in short, what would your message be after having experienced all this? And any? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking about, well, imagine if I go back home and we have a assemble, let's say, I need to explain about it. I will be in front of Mr. Atencio Lopez. It's gonna be maybe Marcial Arias, Hector Huertas. Those are people who started in the 90s, I guess. Yeah, they were there at the beginning of everything. So, and my chief especially, that uh, mm -hmm. we know, and my people, they really like love to be represented by themselves. Mm. And it would be a 
a hope. As Abinata said in the net, that we are moving in the right direction. But I would add something about it. But we also need to remember that this movement is started with the NGOs institution. So we have to come together. We cannot let them down also. They have to be part of keep being part of this uh, movement forward. And uh, but in general, this is excited because as Frank said, maybe we cannot realize how big what we uh, have done here, and especially me being uh, the beginner, nervous and everything, and I would say that is a huge, huge opportunity that I got being next to Kenneth and Frank over here, and you, and I would like to that I said, and dying that also I would like to thank to non-indigenous people. They are with us. My you, Tomo, the mind and the heart, as a brother. So we need to bring also that here because uh, we need everyone here. Enjoy. Yeah. Well. Um, when I go home and report, uh, my official report will be to the accountants so that I could get paid. <laughs> <laughs> and I will use the structure of that to then prepare a report that I will give at the executive session of the National Congress in February. And uh, I will give that either at the plenary session or else I'll give it at, in, uh, in an international sessions breakout because we're working on WIPO, we're working on climate change, we're working on this, and sometimes we put the three things together into one panel for presentation because often it's the same people doing each of the different parts. But the presentation that we give is that there are a number of, it, it's hard to get that across sometimes to some of the when you're when you're caught up, as they say, up to your uh, up to your ears and alligators, it's really hard to have people look at the stars. You know, mm -hmm. in other words, there's things going on. There's 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 a lot of really intense issues that that the the, the tribal governments are dealing with that are around them all the time, and then to say, oh, by the way, you need to be in Geneva for at this meeting. You know, that it just it's another world to them. And so what that means is, is that part of our job is to help bring across Oren Lyon's statement about if you're not at the table, you're on the menu. Mm. Well, to be at the table, one of the things that we talked about, in fact, I just was on a panel at our annual meeting where I had prepared a statement and I threw it away and gave a totally different one. And the different one was is there's more than one way to be at the table. Mm. You can be at the table by, have, by being there physically at the table. You can be at the table by being part of the team that sends somebody to the table. You can be at the table because you monitor things virtually or you're reading the documents and giving input. So there's a lot of different ways to be at the table. And so what we're trying to do is trying to get as many people as possible to assign staff to what I call uh, the, uh, the ambassadorial duties 
within a government. And in other words, that's the duties that carry outside of themselves, outside of their own domestic policy. I've always advocated that every tribe has a domestic policy, but they also have a foreign policy. And the foreign policy isn't just dealing with Italy or something. The foreign policy is dealing with the tribe down the road. They're a different nation. The foreign policy is dealing with the United States, or it's dealing with the UN. Those are foreign policy issues. And so each tribe has, has to have that. They, we've always had it, but we haven't really focused on it very much in, in more modern days. And so we're trying to make sure that people do focus on that. There are some tribes that specifically are doing it and doing quite well. But part of the job of being in this large consortium, this, the, the, the organization of the National Congress, we have uh, to convey these things in a way that, that all of the, you know, that, that, that they understand that they don't have to physically be there or spend money to be there, but they can give us input for those of us who do come. And so that's, that's so I, I describe myself here as, as being in an ambassadorial uh, contact. And the National Congress would never seek this special status that we're looking for because we're a nonprofit organization made up to serve all these other nations. So we would never seek the special status, but the individual nations would. And if one of them wanted to be here and, came and had that status, we'd staff them when they came. And that would be it. So I'm here sort of as an ambassador to talk about these issues. So that's, so I'm reporting back in that capacity. That's, that's the way I describe it. Yeah, that's an interesting one. I think, given that I was sponsored to come here by Kahununu and um, Tato Tato Te Wairua, a tribe um, that Papa Moana came from also, who started UNDRIP, um, he exited those processes saying incrementalism is stasis. But what I've realized is that you can't call relationship building and all the rest the restoration of whakapapa, that is the working relationships between indigenous peoples, between indigenous peoples and the state, stasis or incrementalism, because the foundations of a strong relationship is what is going to build the movement forward. And you know, where we are at this point in time, so much has happened to get us here. And so that is what I'll report on, being able to decode what these processes mean for our people back home and also, you know, in meeting with our government today and building that relationship and having those kinds of conversations about, you know, you actually have domestic obligations under Titiriti as partners to us as Tangata Whenua to help us get here, but not only to help us get here, but to help us build capacity to enable some of our people to participate in these processes when, like, as as Frank said, that they're so consumed with the, the, the issues of their daily existence. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, those are the things that I'll be coming back home with. And yeah, just the stories of hope, I think, is, is what you take out of this. Mm -hmm. There's mountains to move, but we can't deny that a mountain hasn't been moved in the way that this process has come out. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. even just in like, yeah, it's, it's been cool to, see like Ghazali's Fano and, and how Maluku have come here and the connections just kakorero Māori 
kia, kia rato, and then like kete marama kia, kia rato, kia koto, and then so yeah, you just see that the fucker papa of all of our people really comes from one root, mm. and so yeah, it's kind of gang. So like you, you like that is what I'll be taking home to our people is the potential to also take those working relationships back home, mm. which which gives them more excitement and gives them tangible things to get to get around mm. if they can't understand the technicalities and the language is of how these institutions um, work. Yeah. Great. Um, okay, one last question, and this is this is to Frank. Um, Frank, you're, fr you're flanked by two very young um, future mm -hmm. indigenous diplomats. They are already a diplomat, but they, you know, I think Tiana and Eni will come back to Geneva for every year, hopefully, <laughs> for a very long time. And, 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 and you know, Kenneth was talk today talking about just keep coming back and, and, and you know, and, and, mm -hmm. and don't, don't lose hope. Um, that's what Binotta said. Um, and I just, I just wonder if you have a message for, for Tiana and Ini, who are looking on to take, take this work to the future. You can't get it all done. You can only do your part while you're here. And so if you won't be satisfied by, by a lack of success, then you're going to be, in, you're going to be in, in a problem. You have to look at that just being here is success. Like I was telling some people earlier that the mere fact that we're in a room, all of us talking together like this, that's success all by itself. The fact that this meeting, if nothing happened after this meeting, this was a success. This, this wouldn't be considered a failure if nothing happened. It would be much better if something does happen, mind you. But the point is, is that we, we made relationships. We, we made relationships with each other. We made relationships between elders and youth. We made relationships amongst our own people. We made relationships with the other, other diplomats that were here. And that's, that, that's all a success when you, can, when you can do that. And we did it, we, we, uh, we had ceremony as part of this. And that was, a, that was an important part of, the, part of the whole event. That idea that, that we're not just here to just talk and do, do technical things, but we're here to do things that are part of the spirit. And the real success is how have we moved that, that spirit along. So I look at it as that I'll be coming as long as I'm physically able. And you never know, I might not be physically able the next time. Who knows? Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, I might be here another 10, 15 years. So, you know, but I, I, I'm, but I know that with folks such as these, that there will be people who will be here because we're helping to train them just by being here, just being here, you know, and, and, you know, they bring their own gifts. It's not that we have all the gifts, but that we can share what we've, how we've looked at things. And then they pick, take out of that what they feel is important and move it ahead. Because if we had all the answers, everything would be done. Mm. We, we clearly don't have all the answers, you know, but there's more people with more answers coming. And that's what we need. Mm. Great. Um, thanks once again to all three of you for hanging out every day after, after a long <laughs> day of work. Uh, and, um, and I'm sure 
um, tomorrow's debrief will shed lights on um, uh, what happened in the last four days. I know you're going home anyway, but, uh, but I'm mm -hmm. sure there will be another edition of this with some other people perhaps <laughs> um, uh, on, on, on this workshop. So thank you very much once again. Um, and um, and until, until next, whatever that might be, right? <laughs> <laughs> And we really hope to see you three again. In for, the, for the two-day caucus meeting prior to the June meeting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> Who yes, knows? Maybe, maybe MREP or, or Human Rights <laughs> Council sessions next year. Yeah. All right, so have a good evening. And, um, and we'll, I'm sure we'll be seeing each other soon. Yeah. Hasta la vista. Bye. <laughs> hey, thank you so much for listening. And I hope you found this podcast valuable. And if not, I'd love to hear from you about what topics matter most to you in terms of your work or life. Um, you can share feedback, obviously. Uh, hit me up on at GoMaluku on Twitter and Instagram. And let me know how I could make the podcast better for you. Um, I take all of your comments seriously. And yeah, I'll try to use them in future episodes. So until next time, um, inspire on. <laughs>